Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Guys, welcome to The Torch. Those of you that are watching, those of you that are listening, this is Brian Gibbs coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. We are blessed. We're Actually, we're really, really blessed to come to you today. Um, what The Torch is doing, I mean, my goodness, it is going far and wide. And uh, just thankful for the thousands of lives that this is touching. And uh, for those of you that are new to us, we welcome you in. Uh, those of you that have friends that you think that this would be excellent for them, Go to victoryfla.com. You can, uh, let me say that slow, victoryfla.com. You can go to the subscription, jump in right there. <clears throat> and uh, just very, very thankful that we've been able to come to you. Thankful for the technology, uh, all of it. It's just really tremendous. And to God be the glory. Uh, again, um, we're just going to jump right into prayer. We're going to go into the word. Um, I'm just going to let the winds of the Holy Spirit direct direct me or redirect me. A um, lot on my heart today. Uh, my heart is in a certain posture today, driving into the church early this morning to meet with Josiah here in the studio. And uh, just time of prayer, time of preparation, being alone with the Lord, and uh, just really praying for a great flow and an anointing upon this particular episode and that the Lord takes us where He desires to take us. And that's that's really what this is about. I think all of you that are have been part of the torch for some time know that um, my heart, my wife and I, our heart is that really we point people to Jesus. That's what this is all about. This is not even about pointing people to victory or our, internet, our national and international ministry, Light the Fire Ministries. It's about pointing people to the Lord. Um, we're at a very urgent, critical, critical hour. Um, in our country and in the nations. And so ultimately what the the torch is about, obviously we come in here, we talk about um, um, prophetic insights, uh, looking to the scriptures prophetically, really where we're at in these last days. And then we're also talking about timely current events. And uh, we've not gone political, we've gone moral, we've gone biblical. That's where we've always been, um, of course. And I say that because so many... You know, I've, I've had I've lost a lot of friends over a lot of years, you know, just thinking that I've gone political or whatever. And, and I and I haven't. I've always been a revivalist. I'm still a revivalist. I'm still burning. I have kept the fire burning. And so when we engage in these current uh, events and these current aspects of what is happening culture, culturally, um, I'm not being political. I'm just being a prophetic voice. And I'm crying out to our nation, our prodigal nation, really to return to the heart of the Father. And so I just want to make that clear today. And I want to go right into prayer. And again, I'm just delighted that you're here and I welcome you in. And Holy Spirit, above all, I, I just welcome you in. Glory to God. Father, we love you. We bless you and we honor you. We pray for such a fresh anointing to flow, just a fresh anointing and fire of your spirit. Yeah, woo, man, I just felt that. A fresh fire of your spirit 
Lord, the anointing and the oil of your presence just saturate every listener, every watcher today. Lord, that we move in the spirit today, that literally, Lord, you carry us in the winds of your spirit, that you bring refreshing to every person. Lord, every, every worshiper, every warrior, every intercessor, every friend, every leader, every pastor listening or watching this today, I just strengthen you, my brother. I strengthen you, my sister. Mm, I bless the divine assignment on your life. I bless the call of God on your life. Be courageous. Be bold in this hour. Be a lion for God. Rise up. Rise up. Father, we just thank you for the strength that you give us each new day. Lord, your mercies are new every single morning. And we just, we just receive a fresh impartation of your spirit. We thank you that you are moving, Lord, in your, your mercy and your righteousness throughout America. Hmm. Lord, we thank you that you are cleansing, you are purging, and you are delivering us from evil in this nation now. Lord, we thank you that your mercy is your righteous judgments. And we just herald that today, that it goes forth, and that your angel armies are moving throughout our nation, Lord, with your ecclesia. Lord Jesus, the church that you are building, that the gates of hell do not prevail against. We thank you, Lord. Father, I just I want to lift up again Governor Ron DeSantis today. Father, I just ah, uh, I thank you for him and Casey. I thank you that she's cancer free again, Lord. Oh, glory to God. I bless him. And Lord, I strengthen him. I thank you for his life. I thank you for the mantle of leadership that you have put upon him. I thank you that he's bold, Lord. I thank you that he's awakened. And I pray for refreshing upon Governor DeSantis today, upon Casey. Father, I pray that you keep him from scandalous people. You keep him from corrupt people. You keep him from corrupt women and uh, immoral women in the name of Jesus, that you keep him clean. You keep our governor clean, Father, and crisp and alert in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you that revival and awakening is running parallel tracks along your judgments that are being poured out. I thank you that we're entering into the greatest hour, the greatest day of the harvest and the greatest awakening that we've ever seen. Glory to God. And I thank you for it all in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Can I get a rousing amen out there right now from anybody listening? Yes, I believe you're there. <laughs> Those of you watching, come on, give me a shout. A shout. Ah. <laughs> Josiah, we should cue the new Ron DeSantis song, Sweet Florida, right now. No, I'm kidding. For those of you that have heard this song, come on down in Sweet Florida where our governor is red, white, and blue. You got to love it. Come on. You got to love it. You know you love it. Yes. Okay. Let's go to the scriptures and let's rock and roll. Let's do this today. <laughs> let's rock and roll. Let's do this. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18. This has really been my prayer for America. Isaiah 30, verse 18. This is a fresh prayer. Now, of course, there's just rivers of prayer coming out of us, but this is one of them. Therefore, the Lord will wait. Hear this really good. This is Isaiah 30, verse 18. Therefore, the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you, and therefore he will be exalted, that he may have mercy on you, 
for the Lord is a God of justice. Whew, somebody say amen out there. Blessed are those who wait for him. I'm going to read it one more time. Therefore, the Lord will wait that he may be gracious over you. I want to pause right there. I want you to think about this, about the just the long-suffering of God, the patience of God, the forbearance of God. God is such a loving, caring Father that he literally waits on us so that we will turn to him. Why? So that he might be merciful to us, that he might be gracious. I'm praying this over America. God is waiting. Uh, he Make no mistake, he's a God of justice, but he's also a very patient God. He's a long-suffering father. He's a forbearing father with us. And then he goes on, blessed are all those who wait for him. Then I want to give you Proverbs 21, verse 15. And I feel like this is where we're going to end up today at the end of this broadcast. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to the evildoers. Let me read that again. Man, I felt that. When justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to the evildoers. I want to remind you again, guys, the future belongs to the righteous. All right, so this is where we're beginning today. Uh, this began, obviously, early this morning in preparation as we were coming into the studio. This is the, the AB 2223 new legislation coming out of California. And yes, we're going there today. And what is that? This is new legislation that literally legalize infant, uh, side. I want to say that right, infanticide. Uh, it's what it is, plain and simple. It's the murder of children. It's the blatant murder of children. Now, getting into this, this California bill, the Florida Assembly, and I'm reading the Judiciary Committee passed and proposed in the California bill on Tuesday this week, that pro-life advocates across the state warn not only codifying and killing of the unborn children throughout all nine months of the pregnancy, but will also decriminalize action that lead to the deaths of newborn babies in the days of their birth. The new, let me read on. The, the, the new measures now in the AB 2223 bill, which opponents have labeled the infanticide bill, has now re reinferred the Committee of Health, its new language adding that it would shield a mother from civil and criminal charges for any actions or omissions relating to her pregnancy, including miscarriage, stillbirth, or abortion, or uh, prenatal uh, death. Um, although definitions of prenatal death vary, all of them include the death of newborns. Listen, this all of this includes death of newborns that are seven days old or more in their birth. Wow. Okay. California's AB 2223 is promoted by the state's Future of Abortion Council, a coalition of 40 pro-abortion groups whose goal is to protect, strengthen, and expand the abortion services in California. The Abortion Civil Council 
is currently advocating for nine different abortion expansion bills. And then this goes, the expansion, of course, goes into the AB 2223, get that right, which additionally protects and aids and assists pregnant women of exercising these rights. It is also allowing a woman to sue, this is, this is unprecedented, to sue any police department or legal authority which arrests or charges her for hurting or killing a child under these provisions. So she's not, if she has a child, if she wants to, it's hard to speak these things. If she wants to kill her child up to seven days now out of her womb, she cannot be charged by the police or legal authorities. Guys, it's just, it's just, before I say, let me just say it's murder. Let me just say it very clear. We all understand that abortion is murder, whether it's in the womb, but my God, out of the womb, a living baby separated from its mother. Now in completion up to seven days, the mother can choose to kill this child. Um, look, when we, we look at what is happening across this country, we look at the states that are go going bizarrely gross in their measures and infant side, the horror and the wickedness that is manifesting right now in the United States of America, it is so brazen, it is so alarming, and obviously it's stopping all of us in our tracks to repent of these sins, just these blatant immoral, sexual immoral sins that are just coming out. And honestly, as a minister, you know, as a messenger, as a voice, um, at times I'm so challenged in my, in my own heart and, and just, just bear with me today. I'm a little physically challenged. Um, we're in the midst of an extended fast here at victory. And so I'm, I'm a little tired. So I'm trying to stay very engaged and stay crisp in my, even in my thought process today. So just, just bear with me. But to be honest with you, so many times I, I am challenged, like many of you, I, you know, we're, we're not that unalike, you know. Um, <clears throat> I'm challenged in the process when I look at the level of meltdown and then the avalanche of, uh, of immorality, the avalanche of morality in our country, the avalanche of authority, the avalanche of integrity, the avalanche of just uh, the humanity. We're in a, it seems like we're in an all-out avalanche right now, even in the church, even in Christian leaders in 2022. I mean, how far have we fallen as a nation? And I often say, where, where is the very soul of this country? You know, California has been, has been just blatantly leading the way. Obviously, in these last two years with Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom, he's not a he's not a governor. He's not a leader. He's just an anarchist. He's an antichrist. That's just you know has no leash, and so it's just unprecedented what we're seeing, guys. Again, what why are we going here? Why are we bringing this up? We've got to repent of these sins. We have got to renounce this. We've got to break all allegiance to the spirit of Baal, the spirit of Jezebel, this killing of the the spirit of Moloch. We have got to renounce these things as a nation and as a country. We've got to come out from this evil. We've got to touch not the unclean thing. And we've got to pursue holiness. So since we're on the subject of, of California, 
Um, how many of you out there just thank God for Sean Foyt? I mean, my God, I, I have loved Sean for years. I thank God for what he did through here. Here we see this upheaval, this complete exposure of Disney happening, happening. Sean rises up yesterday. Well, this, this will be released on Friday. We're filming Thursday. Yesterday, April 6th, outside the gates of Disney. Of course, Sean leads the rally. Also, the petitioning. I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. The petitioning against what is happening really for a cleansing of Disney. Uh, it's just a full-on exposure. And guys, I got I just got to say, we cannot miss this big point. This Disney exposure that is unfolding is answered prayer from the Lord, from the praying church. This is answered prayer. How do I know that? Because there's radical exposure going on. There's radical cleansing. There's radical justice that is shaking up the corporate mobs out there, the corporate world out there that, is, that has just been flooding all of the sexual immorality and perversion, all of this woke ideology, it is being revealed. The exposure is coming. So we just, we just thank God really for what is happening. But God is fighting for the children. I, when you step back, we've got to see a bigger picture. God is fighting. God is warring for the children of the United States of America right now. And the ecclesia, the church that Jesus is building, are the ones who are joining the Lord in this fight. Why? So ultimately, we can avoid God's, God's ultimate judgment over this country so that God can avert mega judgment upon America. And folks, it's not revival or judgment or judgment or revival. It's parallel tracks. If we don't heed the warnings of the Lord right now to prepare our hearts and prepare right now, we could find ourselves in a very dangerous place, even as the body of Christ. So heed the warnings that are coming out. Okay, guys, listen to what the Lord is saying. Anyway, um, I digress. Back to... Sean Foy. I just thank God to him and, and many other voices. If you want to be part of this, go to parentsfightback.com. Parentsfightback.com. Click the link down in the description below that we will provide on the episode today. You can go directly there. Sign the petition to Disney to make your voice heard right now that enough is enough, that the sexualization of America's children has to end it's time to act. We've already signed the petition, and uh, really, we've been we've been standing right along Sean the entire way. So, also, um, guys, I just I just say clearly, this is a we're coming into a time of a Mount Carmel divine confrontation. Of course, Mount Carmel speaking of Elijah and Jezebel. This is a time where the Elijah generation is rising up and, and just confronting this darkness head on. And that's what we have to do. Um, I, I've been saying this for so many years, and I feel like it's been part of the message that God has had me run with for decades now, um, is the divine confrontation is coming because God is truly going to cleanse and purify our country. He's going to win the heart of the prodigal nation back to him. And so I just thank God for the exposure that's happening in Disney. I thank God for all those that are canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions. I'm telling you what, this is gonna, this is hitting them on a massive scale. So I thank God for you being courageous. I thank God for those of you that are standing up. 
And um, how many of you happen to see uh, Disney named, this is unbelievable, Disney named Hillary Clinton's campaign deputy um, of their communications as their director and their lead spokesman for Disney. I mean, how utterly clueless are they? You know, tapping Hillary Clinton's deputy, uh, campaign deputy to be their spokesman. Unbelievable. You know, with Disney and really this entire woke movement, this trans movement, this LGBTQ movement, it has been deliberately grooming America's kids. Now, that's no secret. What, What do I mean by grooming? They have been deliberately, and they've come out of the closet with this, pun intended. They've come out of the closet just frankly saying, I mean, they've been grooming America's kids. Grooming means what? It means a deliberate act, hear this, a deliberate act of bringing a child into a sexual, a political, a racial ideology, or a practice or a cult lifestyle without the knowledge or the consent by his or her parents for the aim of isolating them from the family so that the external party can abuse them and manipulate them. I mean, that's a bullseye. That's exactly what I'm talking about concerning grooming our children. Getting them away, like wolves, getting them away from any kind of accountability from their parents. Why? So that ultimately they can abuse them and and manipulate them, do what they wish to them. I've said this before. I, I, I used to think that the, the vampires only really moved and did their business in the dark. And now we see the vampires coming out, working in the light completely. It's like they've took down their, their hoods. It's like they've taken off their capes and they're just fully showing forth their teeth in this hour, roaring like demonized wolves. And this is why God is calling us forward to a divine confrontation. God is calling for divine warriors at this time. This is not time to retreat. This is the time to move forward and advance forward in the power of the Spirit and begin to deal with the devil. You don't run from the devil, ladies and gentlemen. You deal with the devil. You take the authority of the name of Jesus. You take the authority of the blood of Jesus and you work it. And you use it against the forces of darkness. And I'm telling you, I believe we're about ready to see the greatest deliverance movement we've ever seen here in America throughout the church. We're going to see more and more of this manifestation, but it's time to meet this head on and not just on the church, not just in the church, but on the streets, on the universities, in the middle schools, in the uh, um, intermediate schools, in our universities, in our high schools. That's where this is going. We're entering the hour of the divine confrontation of the forces of evil. And I want to remind every one of you that Jesus holds all authority and he holds all power. It's time for us to take it. It's time for for us to thank him for it and begin to exercise it and begin to use it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? That's right. I want to read Psalm 50, verse 1 through 6. This is out of the Passion Translation. Psalm 50, verses 1 through 6. Actually, 1 through 7. Sorry about that. The God of gods, the mighty Lord himself, has spoken. He shouts over all the people of the earth in every brilliant sunrise and in every brilliant sunset, saying, listen to me. God's glory light shines out of the Zion realm with the radiance of perfect beauty. With the rumble and thunder, he approaches. 
He will not be silent, for he comes with ear-splitting sound. All around him is furious flames of fire, and preceding him is a dazzling blaze of glory. Whew! Here he comes, and he comes to judge the people. He summons his court with heaven and earth as his jury, saying, Gather all my beloved and devoted lovers, my godly ones whose hearts are one with me, those who have entered into my holy covenant by sacrifices upon the altar, and the heavens declare his justice. God himself will be their judge, and he will judge them with righteousness. God himself will be their judge, and he will judge them with his righteousness. Guys, we are moving into a time of acceleration of God's God's judgments, his righteous judgments being poured out. I believe right now in this time, here we are, we are in April 22. I believe we're we're moving into a major defining moment with God and with the church that we are being weighed in the balance. The, the our states are being weighed in the balance literally. The 50 states of America are being weighed in the balance. The nations of the earth are being freshly weighed in the balance. It's like it's like we've come to a Daniel chapter 5 moment where King uh, Belshazzar, you know, he's taken the holy instruments of the temple. He's in a drunken toast. He's in a drunken feast. Um, we understand all the implications biblically of what is going on there. He's mocking the God, the, uh, the God most high. He's partying. He's reveling with all of his visitors that have come in. And then the hand of God comes in and literally begins to write on the wall. The, the writing on the wall from the hand comes forth out of the unseen realm and begins to write these words. It says, the finger of God of his hand were then sent from him and written on it was there on the wall, this, the inscription, meeny, meeny, tickled me farson. And what does that mean? It says in verse 26, I'm in Daniel 5, it says, this is the interpretation of each word, meaning God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. Tickle means this. It means you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Paris means this. It, it means your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. I really think we are at such a tipping point in a time of God's judgments in really even in all 50 of our states. You see states that are rising up right now in righteousness. They are fighting for righteousness. They're fighting for the kids. They're, they're fighting for justice. Then you see states that are just literally going off the cliff like California, like where we started in the, in the beginning of this episode in this broadcast today. We are at an ultimate judgment time where I believe we're going to see some of these bowls of the Lord being tipped of righteousness and judgment and the wrath of God hitting some of our areas of the United States. And, and God's not messing around. We are in a dangerous place. We're in a dangerous place in America. And I tell you, I, I've said it before, I think we've got to get very low. Those of you that are listening, we've got to get humble before God. All the pride, all the God-mocking that we have seen, all of the foolishness that we've seen uh, that is really bringing the judgment of the Lord against our country. 
And lest we forget, you know, God has a final day of judgment in which every one of us will be weighed in the balances. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. It says, we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due do us for the things that we have done in the body, whether it's good or bad. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of God. And we can't, we can't walk away from that. You know, we can't forget that in this hour. I'm going to say this again. We're in a very dangerous place in America. We've got to get low. All of this pride that we're seeing, the rebellion, militant sexual perversion, the God mocking, the open rebellion, all of this invites the judgment of the Lord. And the truth is right now, as we're being weighed in the balance, in the scales, it could go either way. I mean, that's really the truth. My, my heart and my passion, what I'm fighting for within the ecclesia is that the scales will be tipped in the direction of revival and awakening and glorious outpouring. But I'll tell you what, I am not naive whatsoever to know that the judgments of the Lord are going to be running a parallel track along revival and awakening. So God is calling for his church. He's calling for the church to arise. He's calling for the body of Christ to arise, to function in power, to function in authority, to function in wisdom and in the likeness of the Lord. And this is not a time for us to hesitate or be backwards about this. We can't run. We can't go and hide in our caves or hide in our house anymore. We've got to run to the front lines. We've got to be courageous. Every time I say that, I often think about Leonard Ravenhill's words, the opportunity of a lifetime, it must be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. We are in a window and an opportunity of the grace and the mercy of God right now where we've got to take this opportunity. We've got to step in. We've got to step up. Come on. Can I get an amen out there? I mean, have you noticed, and I think we all have, have you noticed that there is no longer this slow, sinister creeping in our government towards darkness and insanity. <laughs> My God, it seems like we're in an all-out sprint. It's like we're in a fast-forward rushing moment into the spirit of Antichrist, especially with this, this coup demonic-inspired administration in Washington, D.C. right now. And if you think it's Biden, I mean, come on. It's, I mean... Everybody knows Biden's a puppet. Everybody knows he's a deteriorating old fluff. If I mean, we all saw Obama in the White House yesterday now trying to step up and step in right along uh, Joe Biden. I've been saying all along it's been it's been Obama and it's been all these other Soros and all of them. But but particularly Obama, he's been right in the throes of all of this. It's like his third term in the White House. But what's amazing is that what we're seeing out of this administration, that they are utterly careless concerning life. They are utterly careless concerning the conscience of man. But the good news is, and I say some good news, real watchmen are rising up. Real watchmen are taking their place. They're sounding the alarm. True shepherds are rising up. True leaders are rising up. True fathers, true mothers, true teachers are rising up to protect the people. Once again, fight off the wolves, institute righteousness, institute a legislation that will be pleasing unto God. 
And there's so many that God, God is preparing and grooming for seats of authority and seats of righteousness that are happening now. So I just rejoice in it. I rejoice in it. And I, I want to say it again. I refuse to be hopeless in this hour. That is not the DNA of the victorious ones. That's, that's not the DNA of God's righteous lions. We're not going to lose hope in this hour. We're not going to be overcome with evil, but we're going to overcome evil with good. Romans 12, 21. Hallelujah. And also, we're not going to be intimidated. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. We're not going to be overtaken by a spirit of fear. See, the spirit that is in the spirit of this age is, I'm going to bully you. I'm going to intimidate you. I'm going to manipulate you, dominate you until you surrender, until you submit, until you bow down to my demands and my control. God has not given us a spirit of fear, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, and this battle with intimidation, it is very real. Intimidation means I'm going to make you timid. I'm going to make you anxious or fearful. I'm going to suppress you. It's an action of intimidating someone to, so that they become so frightened, so scared, or so alarmed or terrified that they're in a state of intimidation. It breaks down a person. It bullies them to silence them. And what is it? It's domination, and it's a spirit of witchcraft. That's what it is. God has not given us a spirit of fear. You're, you're not to be bullied. You're not to be suppressed. You've got to break off these chains. You've got to break off the spirit of heaviness. Hallelujah. You've got to run in your authority that God's given you using your weapons of warfare that God has given you and advance. That's what's happening in this hour. It's the hour of the divine confrontation. And you know, so many are called... So many are called into this great end time army right now that are presently bound by a spirit of intimidation or a spirit of manipulation. They're being bullied, even in the church, even in pulpits that are bowing down to this thing. They're like Gideon of old. They've been captive in the fear of men. Gideon, that's chapter uh, Judges chapter uh, 6 through 8. You look at Gideon's life. They're just under this oppression. They're hiding out. They don't see where God is moving. They don't understand what they're seeing. Yet God sends an angel, calls him, you're a mighty man of valor. And I, I want to speak to some of you listening out there. You are mighty women of valor. You are mighty men of valor. And the Spirit of God is coming upon you afresh. The anointing is coming upon you afresh to rise and to shake this fear off, to shake off the intimidation, shake off the oppression that has come upon you, that you would arise and that you would burn, you would shine, you would become a voice for God in this hour. I pray that you would awaken to your fresh assignment right now in April 22, this spring of 2022, that you would literally awaken freshly to your assignment, that you would be activated by the Spirit of God. You would be summoned. You would be freshly commissioned into your God-given and appointed seasons, your appointed assignments for the Lord. Oh, I speak that over you in the name of Jesus. 
whatever the Lord is calling you to do, that you would not, you would not deviate from it. You would not hesitate. You would not procrastinate from your divine calling, but that God would raise you up, put his fire in your belly. He would put his tears in your eyes and you would speak forth the word of the Lord. Oh God, help me. Help me in my weakness, God, even today. God, give me supernatural strength right now. I want to decree this. I want to speak life over you. I want to speak fresh anointing over you today. And God, I thank you for your faithfulness that you are enveloping your bride. You are filling your bride with fresh oil. You're putting a fresh mantle on us, Lord, that we will fight victorious and that we will be triumphant. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I want to go back to this word, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18. And just be patient with me today, guys. I, I need to get a drink, and I, I am just feeling it. My body is crying out in this fast, and I'm feeling a lot of weakness. So I hope I'm doing a good job on this torch today. Give me just one second. All right. Thank you. Just needed a drink. I want to go back to this scripture really to book in this episode today. Therefore, the Lord will wait. Oh, thank you, God. The Lord will wait. He will be gracious to you. And therefore, he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait on him and wait for him. Proverbs 21, verse 15, when justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to the evildoers. Glory to God. I want to pray before we close out uh, this episode. I want to thank you so much for being with me today. Father, we thank you for being so gracious and merciful. We thank you for your patience upon even your church. We thank you for your cleansing fire, God, that you are cleansing and purifying your bride to make us blameless before you. God, you're purifying America. God, you're causing America to vomit out all of these sexual perversions, to denounce them, to break all of their allegiances to it. I thank you, Lord, you're going to overturn all of this woke insanity. You're going to overturn all of this LGBTQ insanity. You're going to call people out of darkness, Lord, into your glorious liberty, into your glorious freedom. You're going to deliver them from chains of wickedness. God, you're, Lord, you're going to move even in the LGBTQ movement. God, you're going to deliver people that have been slaves to such utter darkness. You're going to deliver them from evil. I thank you, God, you're doing it. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, joy is coming to the righteous when they, they see your justice, but terror will come upon the evildoer. Father, we bless America today. We pray that America will hear your voice, heed your voice, humble themselves, and yield to your voice. And once again, Lord, that you will deliver us from evil. Hallelujah. Deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Well, guys, it's been a joy to be with you today. I'm glad to be with you. I 
almost uh, didn't come in today just because of where I was at physically. God has really helped me today. I hope he has helped me <laughs> to communicate effectively today. Um, so in closing, I want to thank all of you. A couple things. Those of you that are brand new partners around the country that have begun to uh, support us monthly um, or online weekly, I just say thank you. On the behalf of my wife and I, we want to thank you today uh, for supporting us. You can go to Victory FLA. Obviously, FLA stands for Florida, not like Chick-fil-A. It's VictoryFLA.com. Uh, of course, we still have LightTheFireMinistries.org and .com. Of course, that's been me and Bren's um, national and international ministry uh, for over 25 years. And to God be the glory. Thank you for giving. Thank you for sponsoring. Thank you for sowing. Thank you for interceding for us, our family, for victory. I want to thank everyone out there that is giving to our Miracle Building Fund. We have literally outgrown the campus that we're in right now in Sarasota. We are looking, we're on the hunt for a miracle property that requires miracle money. It requires miracle favor. You can give at victoryfla.com for our Miracle Building Fund. You can go right down in the tab. I believe that's called our, what is that called, Josiah? If you'll just check that. Is that our Miracle Building Property or Miracle Building Fund? So you can do that right on our giving page. I want to thank all of you again for, for doing that joining with us, partnering with us, and um, we're about ready to walk into a miracle. I believe it with all my heart. We're about ready to literally walk into a miracle. I believe the keys are going to be putting me and my wife's hands into our team's hands, and we're going to possess the land. Hallelujah. We're going to possess the land, and we're going to go for it. God's going to build His altar here for His glory and fire to rest on us to build a habitation, a tabernacle of His presence, a tabernacle of His glory here in Sarasota. Hallelujah. Guys, listen, thanks for being with us. I bless you guys. I'm encouraged by you guys. Thanks for writing me. Thanks for emailing me. And until we meet again, keep the fire burning. And remember this, the future does not belong to the God-haters nor to the God-mockers. The future belongs to the righteous, and the righteous are bold as lions. Be blessed. I'll see you next week.